You're waking up with Pat and Tom. New Country 105.1. Tomorrow we start our St. Jude Radiothon. Our annual St. Jude Radiothon will be Thursday and Friday of this week. And we hope you can donate. And if not, we hope you can at least listen and kind of share the message. We've got some great incentive items, including some really cool autographed electric guitars. You can check those out on our Facebook page. Autographed by people like uh, Dirk Bentley, Brothers Osborne, Keith Urban, Brad you know, Paisley. No big deal. Yeah. They're, they're pretty nice looking guitars. And, of course, we got the shirts again this year. Uh, this shirt saves lives, which oh, yeah. you see... A lot of country artists wearing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll have those for sale. And a- a- all the money there, the proceeds go to St. Jude. So, mm-hmm. good on you. Did you see what happened over the weekend in San Francisco with SantaCon? No. no. You know what SantaCon is? Is you it a big probably... Santa convention? Yes, pretty okay. much. It, it's like a pub crawl, right? Yes, it okay. is a pub crawl. It's a bunch of people dressed up like Santa Claus, and they go from pub to pub. So, they get to this restaurant, this place called Shalimar on Polk Street. And there are two women there who are like Santa groupies. And they, okay, and they got they got so trashed that they trashed the restaurant. One of them threw a chair through a glass door. Another no. one took up a sugar shaker and threw it at an employee. And here's the thing, right? This is this is what boggles my mind. The footage on this, the video, is so clear of these two, and not like a couple of seconds. It's 10, 15 seconds. You see that it's Cody. You see that it's Tom or Pat or whatever. And at the end, the authorities go. We don't have any tips. We're not sure who these people are. <laughs> what? Okay, well, it's only a matter of time. All right, but with social media, you can't check out these these faces on Instagram or... Oh, or, it's going to happen. Okay. Just yeah. give it a day or two. I just want to go back to something you mentioned a couple of seconds ago. Yeah, go ahead. There are groupies for Santa? Yeah, well, wait, why? What, what kind of twisted that? world do we live in? Have you not seen Bad Santa? <laughs> How cool is it that you could have a beer and help people? Yeah, this is that resilience ale... And the story behind this is uh, Sierra Nevada Brewing in Chico uh, decided to come up with a recipe, and they would make this beer, and then 100% of the proceeds would benefit uh, fire victims at the campfire. And they shared the recipe, and they got their distributors to share all of the ingredients with any brewery anywhere in the country that would agree to brew this and put 100% of the proceeds towards fire relief. Over a 1,000 breweries nationwide are participating, and they started the brew a couple of weeks ago, and now it's getting... It's ready. Yeah, it's getting delivered like the Monk's Cellar in Roseville has it. They just got it. Yeah, and what they're doing... I think it's going to be just on tap at all these places, so you're going to have to walk in and order it off the tap. Uh, Maybe other than Sierra Nevada, I don't think anybody is doing it like in cans and bottles. that would make sense. And I'm yeah. not even sure Sierra Nevada is. Um, but the bottom line is this is such a cool effort. Again, over a 1,000 brewers uh, across yes. the country, including just about everybody. It's a who's who list of craft breweries in the area that are doing this. Crooked Lane in Auburn. And this is in no particular order. Goat House, Cody. Yes. Uh, they release it tomorrow. Crooked Lane uh, is today. New Helvetia is today as well. Yeah, I love that place. It's on Broadway. It's by me. You've got Device and Track 7. Oh, I love Device. And Red Bus. Grass Valley. Red Bus and Folsom. Yeah. Um, Mraz Brewing, Moxa in Rockland, Dust Bowl. We'll put uh, this list together, and we'll we'll make a blog and put it on our website, and you can go check it out. Country in the Park 2019 tickets on sale right now. They are $28. A dollar from that ticket goes to Campfire Relief to help the fire victims in Butte County. It's Sean Party, it's Low Cash, it's Midland, it's Lauren Elena, and it's Tyler Rich. Mm-hmm. KNCIFM.com to get your tickets. Cody, what's up with your Christmas present for your mama? 
She had originally asked for gold hoops, earrings, and I thought that's a great gift. It's something sentimental, something she can have for a long time. And then two nights ago, she texted me and said, hey, I changed my mind. I really want an iPad mini. And I kind of rolled my eyes at that because I was like, well, that's an interesting kind of lame gift. I mean, I'll get her what she wants. She's my mother, but it's just an electronic. And for someone her age, it just seems, I don't know, less sentimental, obviously. So my brother texts me last night about my father's gift. And I go, oh, I I forgot to text you. I was responsible for my mom's gift, FYI. I said, she changed her mind. She wants an iPad mini. And he goes, oh, my gosh. And I was like, well, the 16 gigs aren't expensive, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, I'd rather give her gold so when she dies, it increases in value. Wow. He literally said that. Now, my brother, keep in mind, has a very dark sense of humor, as do I, and I couldn't help but laugh. I wrote back, I'm like, ah, and then he goes, I'm dead serious. I'm kind of serious, LOL. Gold is gold, doesn't change. Well, whatever, I'll then move you over the weekend. You can make the decision for her. (laughs) So I reached back out to her, and she agreed that she would much rather prefer the gold hoop earrings from us because it, again, is more sentimental. Okay, so that's the reason you gave your that mother. That is totally the reason Does why we need the earrings. Does she about your brother's comment? If she's on Twitter, then yes, because I also posted it there. Or if she, you did. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or if she streams this, this show, then. Or if she streams the show, which yeah. she very well might. Well, Cody's, Cody's mama, we say Happy Holidays <laughs> to you. Tis the season for giving, and Florida Georgia Line did just that. The duo made sure a double amputee military veteran wounded in an IED attack in Iraq almost a decade ago can get around with ease. Brian and Tyler gifted Travis Strong a new wheelchair. It's all-terrain, pretty badass, and shared the generous gift on social media, hoping to inspire others to do the same. A couple of quick ones here. Uh, first, our St. Jude Radiothon is tomorrow on Friday. Again, this year, we have some sweet incentive items, including autographed guitars from Brad Paisley, Dirks Bentley, Brothers Osborne, Keith Urban. You can see more on our website. And a huge congratulations to Jimmy Allen. His song, Best Shot, has done something no artist has done on Billboard's country music singles chart since 2008. It was at number one for two weeks, dropped to number two last week, but this week is back in the top spot. Last artist to do that? Anybody? Anybody? Our buddy Jimmy Wayne with Do You Believe Me Now in 2008. Really? Again, 2008, yeah. I bet you he gets on social media about that. I hope so. This happened at a Hilton Honors in Dallas. Chelsea McClendon, chemistry major, University of Texas. Her favorite singer's Kane Brown. She went to her mom and said, I need to drop out. And her mom was like, what, what, what? She said, yeah, I want to be a country singer. So her mom backed her. So they mic'd up Chelsea at this Hilton Honors and asked her about her favorite artist. And unknown to her was the fact that Kane Brown was waiting backstage. And listen to what happens when he sneaks up behind her. If he can do it, it just kind of made it seem like my dream could potentially come true, too. Probably one of the most inspirational country singers that I follow today. He has the best voice. I'm just, like, the biggest fan. Holy crap! Oh, my God! <laughs> wow! You are, like, my biggest, biggest inspiration. Being of a different ethnic background and just making it seem like it's doable for me to go out and try to pursue my dream of country music. possible. Yes, it is. He then brought her up on stage and had her sing What Ifs with him, which is a pretty cool deal. You can check out the story and the video on our website at kncifm.com. Charles from Lady Antebellum has a problem with his bandmate, Hillary, and it has to do with a Christmas movie. So sitting here watching National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation classic one of my biggest grievances with my bandmate hillary scott is that she doesn't like a christmas story 
you know, the one with little boy going to shoot your eye out with a BB gun. To this day, she's never seen it. And I'm like, I beg her to see it, and she just won't do it. And my challenge to her is that if she can watch the entire movie and show proof every 15 minutes that she's actually watching it, my wife and I and our family will donate $5,000 to the charity of her choosing. That's my Christmas challenge and your gift, Hillary. So what movie, <laughs> what Christmas movie has gotten by you? And our St. Jude Radiothon is tomorrow and Friday. So with that in mind, what if we each did like a $25 donation? Because five grand this time of year is a little rich for my blood. That's a lot. Yeah, I don't have Charles Kelly walking around money. All right, so Tom and I have selected a movie for Cody that she has not seen that is Christmas-themed for you to watch. And you need to complete this task by Monday, so Monday morning we can talk about it. It's called Santa with Muscles, and it stars Hulk Hogan. Okay. Uh, It says it's so bad and bizarre. Completely ridiculous story. Terrible acting. Just made it worse. (laughs) Laugh at it. Don't take it seriously. Well, it's right up my alley, isn't it? A film critic over here gets to see a terrible movie. But you know what? Hulk Hogan, as a star, I'm in. Okay. Uh, Pat, for you, I am choosing... Jack Frost, one of my least favorite, oh, worst, and really most disappointing Christmas movies of all time. Because I love Michael Keaton, and oh, he plays same. this kind of hip rock and roll guy, and he passes away, and he comes back as a snowman to hang out with his kid. And it's just, I, I've never seen it. I'm reading the synopsis, and, and it couldn't be more festive or really heartwarming at the holiday season. It says, Michael Keaton as a dad who dies minutes into the movie. Yeah. Then returns as a snowman to spend more time with his son, and the movie proclaims, "Quote, Snow Dad is better than No Dad." <laughs> oh my God! Is that real? Love that sensitivity. So, okay, that's mine. Jack Frost, Tom. For you, we have selected because you always give me a hard time about it. A Hallmark Christmas movie. Any one of my choosing, or do you want no, to No, I think that me? we're going to, why not bring you up to speed with the new one that just came out this year called Every Other Holiday. Like, Hallmark doesn't have 80 new ones. <laughs> but this one has Jimmy Wayne in it. Okay, that, that's fine. Perfect. I am literally, I can tell you straight up, I have never seen a single Hallmark Christmas movie. So Not one? I'll, I'll watch that one. Well, you won't be able to say that Monday now, will you? No, I will not. And all the proceeds that we're betting go to St. Jude. NCI's Country in the Park, May 11th. It's a great lineup, and it's headlined by John Party, who has played before, but he has never been the headliner. Tickets are available now, KNCIFM.com. How many of us walk through life or go through life just wanting that approval from your, from your mom or your dad? You want to make them proud. All of us. With us is John's mom, Shelly. And, Shelly, you need to know that in 20 years of doing Country in the Park, we have never, ever had ticket sales as high as we did day one for your boy, John, playing Country in the Park this year. You know, it just warms my heart because he's worked so hard, and Country in the Park is such a big thing for him. He gets so emotional when he plays there. And could you talk about being on the side of the stage the last time John played Country in the Park and and what you saw? Tell that story. We were actually up on the stage, but in the back, and we were watching John. He was just out there, and he was out on the, I guess, the catwalk reaction from the fans. I mean, he was just out there, and he's not wanting to get off stage, you could see. And he turned back around to come back up to get another guitar there. I don't know for what, I guess, to switch songs. And we seen that his lips were quivering and he was, you know, almost crying. And then both Ashley and I just started crying because we knew just the emotions that were running through him was just so awesome. He was just so happy. I am so proud. In fact, uh, when I read the article about the 20-year 
Country in the Park celebration, and I just started um, crying because I know how hard he's worked uh, and what he's dreamed of. He's always wanted to play Country in the Park. That's been a big dream of his. I think we need to bring you out to introduce your son. That's what I think. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. We'll see. I don't know. I get stage fright sometimes. We'll do it if you bring us a thing of enchiladas. Uh, you know how hot it's going to be? Like, <laughs> <in the> <laughs> right. That's why we started having it in May. <laughs> I know, but still, enchiladas might be a little hot. We're so happy for you. We're so happy for John and, and, and your whole family, and uh, we can't wait to see you. Thank you so much. I love you guys. We love you right back. We'll talk to you soon, Shelly. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Uh, bye. That is John Party's mom, Shelly. If you want to see the entire see and read and maybe even listen to the entire interview, it'll be on our webpage, kncifm.com. New Country 105.1. Here's what's trending. Online Christmas shopping is on the rise because it's convenient, but unfortunately that leads to a common problem that's also on the rise. Orders being stolen from front porches. That's why police departments across Sacramento are setting up bait packages to catch thieves in the act. Authorities are actually getting help from companies like Amazon. Detective Scott Brown said not only did they give us some of their boxes, but they gave us a roll of their tape that has the Amazon symbols on it, making it look pretty legit. I'm pretty sure all of us hardworking people that do order packages and have them leave that, you know, left at our front door are about this. I know I am. They should have like that exploding glitter. I know you can order that as like a joke. So then these people are like... Like when they touch the box and when they open it? A new poll about Christmas gift giving finds that, to nobody's surprise, kids get the most gifts in any given family at Christmas. But then the poll breaks it down even further. The eldest child gets the most gifts at five and a half gifts per kid. Next oldest kid gets 4.4. Moms and dads get about three presents each. And coming in dead last in the family gift giving count, grandpa's who average 1.8 gifts under the tree. So don't forget old granddad this year. That's the most depressing survey I've ever heard. A 13-year-old boy with autism, Max Benson, became unresponsive after being restrained at Guiding Hand School in El Dorado Hills at the end of November. He was um, transferred to Mercy Hospital and later the UCD Med Center, where two days later Max died. Some parents are now pulling their parents out of the Guiding Hand School. And I think I'm addressing this because so many people have come up to me As most of you know, I have a son with autism. So what do you think, you know? What about this situation? So many things that you don't know about the story, so many things that have been either represented in a bad way or just not well at all. For instance, when you talk about him, you talk about his physical characteristics. Virtually every single news story that came out initially said he was 6 feet tall and 280 pounds. Turns out he was 5'3", at most 170. So that's a big difference. Second thing I know, because my son, I haven't talked a lot about this, last year went through a period where he would get violent and he would pull hair and he would attack some of his aides and even people that knew him. He did it to me, he did it to his mother. Um, And there are certain ways that we learn to, to deal with this. And I know this for a fact. The first thing you're supposed to do, and I don't know whether they did this or not, if you have somebody that has a violent outbreak in a classroom, especially a special needs student, is you clear the classroom. You get all the other kids out of there. Right. And I hope that they did this. I don't know that they did or didn't. The second thing is, and just using my son as an example, he's pretty limited in his in his verbiage. So he would not be able to tell you that I cannot breathe. This is hurting me. He wouldn't be able to say anything. So I have no idea what kind of training these teachers and aides have at Guiding Hands. But if the report of having him in a prone position for an extended length of time is true, then it's on them. 
my again, my son would not be able to go through that. And I just I my heart hurts so much for this family. To the rest of the teachers at the school, I say I'm sorry. You shouldn't have to go through this. To the kids at Guiding Heads, I say I'm sorry. You should not have to go through this. And to Max's family, I say I'm sorry. You should never have to go through this. Pat and Tom, New Country 105.1.